Are you an empty nester looking to downsize from the family home? Are you finding your home no longer serves the purpose you bought it for? Do you need to declutter and don't know how or where to begin? If so, this podcast is for you. Hi, I am Belinda Woolrich, downsizing expert, author and director of learning at rightsizeyourhome.com.au. Welcome to the Right Size Your Home podcast series, where I share insights, knowledge and the Right Size Your Home framework to help and support you move through the process effectively and efficiently with a practical step-by-step roadmap on how to overcome the fears and challenges of right sizing and plan to make the journey a fun, stress-free and profitable process. Hello, Belinda Woolrich here and welcome. Thank you for attending this online workshop wherever you are and whatever time it is in the world. It is great to have you here online and we appreciate your time and effort to be on board. Our best wishes to you, your family and community and friends. A bit more about me. I'm Belinda Woolrich. I'm a downsizing expert after project managing hundreds of downsizers and helping people through this transformation over the last decade. I'm also an author of the book, Right Size Your Home, The Empty Nester's Guide to a Stress-Free Downsize. I am also the Director of Learning at rightsizeyourhome.com.au, where I have written and designed several courses to help people in their downsize and get in control of this journey. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce the speakers. So um, it's my absolute pleasure to have Martha McLaren Wood with us here today, licensed real estate agent. She's a senior sales representative at Drake Real Estate. Welcome, Martha. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on board. It's fantastic. So I've worked with Martha for many years now, known Martha for quite some time. She has a proven demonstrated history of working in the real estate industry with strong administration, professional in negotiation, um, coaching and fantastic at customer relationship. So a perfect person to talk to about this subject in this time. So in today's workshop and podcast, what will you learn? We've chosen um, five topic areas. First one being, how is real estate working right now at this time? What are the typical fears for selling in this environment? We're also going to talk about um, systems and procedures that good agents employ now, um, which Martha has some very interesting insights there. Also, why would you sell in this market? And then our top tips and further questions to finish off. Moving right along to topic number one. So um, how is real estate working right now? We've got logistical impacts and conditions at the moment and also the market. So tell us some thoughts on that. Um, well, for the most part, I think many, many of your customers are going to feel very comfortable about the way real estate is working right now. It's moved back in time, if you will, to a time about 15 years ago when we used to do all of our inspections and appointments on a one-on-one basis, a private appointment, a private appointment for a couple, young couple to come and walk through your home who are looking to buy. And we've gone back to that. It's a question of having to qualify the buyers that are coming through your home to make sure that the home that you're selling matches what they need uh, in terms of accommodation, outlook, location, and, and those sorts of things. And then from a vendor's perspective, you know that the people that are coming to your home are, first of all, qualified in terms of their finances and also qualified in terms of that, in theory, 
they have enough accommodation in your property. Um, and then at the end of those appointments, of course, the vendor is given so much information about how the inspection went because the agent's been with that one client throughout the whole process. So we've gleaned, you know, their likes and their dislikes. And we just know the buyer so much better because of the one-on-one -on -one interaction. And also we're a lot closer to the vendors too, because we're in touch with them multiple times a week. It's not just on a Wednesday and Saturday to tell them, Hey, this is what happened this week at your open house. We're in touch with them sometimes daily booking appointments on a daily basis instead of just on those set days of the week. That's a really interesting environment. So in many ways, from what I can tell by what you're saying and, and what I've heard that's going on, it's actually for our demographic seems to be a lot closer to how they were used to selling real estate. So sometimes 10, 20, 30, 40, or even 50 plus years ago, um, it was very normal to have a one-on-one -on -one, um, agent looking after them. They even jumped in their car and took them to various appointments. Can't do that anymore. Can't do that. <laughs> and now, uh, but it was a very much a one-on-one -on -one and far more personal exercise. So I think it's probably um, quite a familiar territory. In and and what I think it's quite reassuring for a number of vendors. Quite mm -hmm. reassuring because they're building a better relationship with the agent. Um, and we're able to have those short little chats that grow into just a better of understanding of what's actually going on with their property and their, and the vendor's needs, but also what's going on with the, with the agent and the buyers. Mm. And other logistical changes. So um, in many areas, areas, auctions are absolutely prevalent. That's certainly. Yeah. That's that. changed rather dramatically. Um, it used to be that public auctions were, a great way that many agents use to, to sell homes. And, and it is absolutely a proven technique that, you know, for the most part, I'm an advocate up for. Um, but in these times when you're not allowed to hold a public auction, I don't necessarily think that these online versions and the, the way that technologies overcome that has sufficiently compensated so that it's just not necessarily to the, the vendor's benefit right now. Um, because when people are on site and they get to look at the, look at the house, look at the neighborhood, you know, see all the neighbors out on their lawns, get to meet people, you get a real feeling of, wow, this is what it's going to be like to live here. And when you're doing that in the privacy of your living room, in perhaps your dingy flat, um, rather than with the crowd, it's just not as, you're not necessarily going to reach into your pocket that extra time. Mm. So I think for the most part you're better off with a private treaty campaign um, mm. where you leave it up to the agent to sell the benefits and the features of your property versus, you know, let the crowd and the emotion get swept away in an yeah. auctioning campaign. Very different environment. Absolutely. So logistical things have changed. There's, there's still a matter of getting, getting the property ready. And we're going to talk even more about why um, presentation is so important. And I believe in that, obviously, wholeheartedly. Um, but it's really around the, the, the real changes are around people are far more on the internet. And we'll talk about that shortly too and it's that one-on-one -on -one, hand in hand relationship with the agent so those logistical things um... absolutely and it also comes down to the agent's database of buyers and how much information they've been able to gleam and document about those buyers themselves so 
Um, at Drake Real Estate, one of the things that we do is we follow up every open, every appointment with phone calls to find out what they like, what they disliked, what other property, perhaps not just in our, that we have on the market for sale, but that they've seen through other agents, um, what they liked and what they disliked. And that way we have a very clear view of who this buyer is, what their spending capabilities are, what their likes and dislikes are. So we can just finally tune them to the right property. And once we have that emotional knowing, you know, that emotional connection with them, they're quite open with us. And, and we're more a, a trusted guide, if you will, to the property dreams. Mm. Um, and, and so we can often get that emotional pull based on just selling all the benefits and features that you know that they really want out of them. Mm, hence those daily phone calls. You've certainly got a lot to talk about with your vendors. And how about, um, how is the real estate market conditions working right now? Well, um, currently the market is being supported quite a lot through um, government and the banks. So right now we have lower stock on the market. So there's a lot of people that are just holding off, waiting and seeing. They don't, aren't in any great rush to sell. So they're just gonna wait and see what happens in the market. As a result, we have less stock available. We still have though, buyers that have potentially sold earlier in the year and they're looking to buy. Those that have financed late last year and are looking to buy and we're competing in what was a rising market. So these people are highly motivated to, to secure a home and they're having to compete for those smaller numbers of properties that are available. And as a result, property prices really haven't fallen very much. It's only been very small adjustments being made. Terrific. Okay. And, and, and I think that's partly to do with the banks and the government, certainly all of the, you know, the small business borrowing and, and, you know, the mortgage holidays has really helped to support homeowners in this time. Yes. Yeah. So along with this market condition and all of these um, issues in the environment right now, um, there's normal fears anyhow, but what are the additional fears for our right-sizing community? Um, I think probably the main one is health and safety. Um, What if somebody who's sick comes into my home? Um, They're afraid of opening the door and putting themselves and their family at risk. Mm. So we have you know, been listening to what the government says in terms of guidelines, and we're taking all of that into account. Um, from Friday, or from today, um, yes. we can have two people in a home at a time, whereas last week it was only an inspection one-on-one basis. Um, one of the things that we do is, of course, in the before we book those appointments, we just double check, you know, how are you feeling? Right, have you been in contact with anyone with, with COVID-19? You know, how, how, are you at risk? Is there anything that you need to tell us about your, your situation? Mm. And then we follow that up by hand sanitizer on, a, on, on arrival. As an agent, we would already have opened up the house, propped open all the doors, turned on all the lights. And we do that using, you know, those sanitizing wipes so that we're yeah. not contaminating the property. And, and we ask buyers as they come through, please don't touch anything. Please, you know, Try and keep your hands off. And everybody's very understanding. Um, if somebody wants to open a drawer or a door or a cabinet or a wardrobe, of course we allow them to. But we also make a note to make sure to wipe down that surface on our way out, just to make sure. 
well, there's all sorts of extreme measures here going on. Isn't it interesting, the role of a real estate agent? It's often a counsellor, it's a financial, it's a, all sorts of things. And now we're also helping. slightly cleaner. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's reassuring to know because especially in this demographic where obviously right-sizing community is one of the higher-risk ones. Um, and that is something that I would be encouraging uh, vendors to make sure is definitely happening. Um, now, also typical fears anyway of putting your property on, as we talked about, but what about um, in this current, the, the market fears of this current environment? Well, uh, probably the, the one biggest fear that I'm coming across right now is what if I can't get the money that I need to move forward? What if I can't achieve the price that I need to move forward? Well, even if it wasn't in these COVID-19 times, that is always a fear that my vendors have. Um, and the way I reassure them is to talk to them about how we came up with the price that we're listing the property for sale. Um, so I have basically three different types of prices that, that I run through. Um, the first one is the cost price. So that's when you've got a vendor um, or a homeowner who says, well, you know, I bought the house for X amount of dollars. I've added a kitchen, I've done landscaping, the cost of holding it in my mortgage is this. Um, and they add up all those figures and they come to a bottom line price. That's their cost price. They need to achieve at least this to move forward. And the way I overcome that is people don't buy property based on how much you paid for the home. People buy property based on how much they perceive it's worth. So I always go back to my vendors and I say, so if you had inherited your home, would you then sell it for just the holding costs that you had? And they think about it for a little while and they realize, no, of course we wouldn't do that. Um, so I can easily overcome the, co you know, the cost price. Um, the second type of pricing that I come up against is when they've had other agents through your home, um, and a lot of agents are prone to telling you what you want to hear rather than what the, what the reality is in the market. Um, and that, you know, in, in our industry, we call that buying the listing, but um, they're telling you your dream price. They're telling you the over the top price that if somebody gets carried away with their emotions, you know, they're going to put their hand up at auction 10 times and they're going to buy that house. Um, but it's really important to, to realize that agents don't control the price that you can sell your home for because the agent's not the person buying your home. Mm. The only people buying your home are the buyers. And so they work in competition with all the other buyers that are looking for homes at the time that are similar to yours. Mm. So you're, you can't sell your house in isolation of what's going on in the market. You have to sell your house in competition with what's going on in the market. Yes. Yep. So those dream prices, although they do happen sometimes where you hear, you know, got $200,000 over the reserve. Well, the market was obviously moving anyway. Right. And yes. then it's, it's, it's a question of using your agent skills and their ability to negotiate and translate the features and benefits of your home to your buyers in an emotional way to achieve the highest price possible. Mm. So 
I am very much a big believer is in educating my vendors about what the market price of your home is. And this is when I look at homes within two kilometers of yours with similar features in, in terms of the numbers of bedrooms, the numbers of bathrooms, um, you know, garaging, level lawn, views, outlook, and also the, the finish of those, those, those features, you know, have you updated it? Is it an original condition? You know, do you need new carpet, new paint? Um, and I look at those properties and, and I talk to them in particular about how your property compares to those. And it's in a very short time frame too, within the last two, three months. And we come up with the price that way, because that is closest to what, what buyers are going to be seeing and what buyers know is happening in the market. Hmm. Interesting. And that's, what, and that's the role of the agent is around the presentation, education, knowing the market. They certainly can't determine a price, but they can do it, support, it, support the downsizer with everything apart. Absolutely. And, and at the end of the day, if you're not getting price feedback that you, at a level that you need to move forward, and you're not getting offers at a level you need to move forward, you, as a vendor, you do not have to sell. Mm, absolutely you can always wait and come back on the market at another time yes and of course um those things that you can do is around getting the property as the right size getting the property getting through the declutter making sure the maintenance is great and it's presented well and being ready for the web because everything's happening on the web which we'll talk further about soon and then of course remembering that 15 seconds so when that highly qualified person has made it through all the phone calls and the, uh, the questions from the agent and they make it through the property, which is harder and harder to get in with that, without mm -hmm. that qualification now, um, that it's got to grab them in that first 15 seconds. Absolutely. The, the better presented your home is, the more emotional attachment buyers will have to it. Yes. And of course, we can help you with that. You can email myself um, around that anytime. <laughs>
home preparation is a little bit different, but like for what it costs you to actually get your property on the market to sell, it's the internet. And real estate and domain are the two biggest real estate portals right now um, in the country. Um, and because we are in these uncertain times, um, both of these portals are encouraging vendors to put their properties on the market for sale and they're offering them a risk-free chance to sell. So that means if your property goes on the market and is being advertised on their portals and it doesn't sell for whatever reason, you can take it off the market and at a later date put it back on the market with the same or a different agent without having to pay for that internet advertising again. And that I think is, is it's really reassuring that you're not just throwing your money away in the, and you know, hoping for the best. You've got some sort of guarantee there that you can try again another time if it doesn't work for you right now. Well, that's a senior player really in this whole um, process of, of selling your property. One of the biggest things really putting their, their confidence behind their system and, and backing themselves and creating Absolutely. a risk-free environment. That's fantastic. And also what they're doing by doing this is helping helping people who are unsure about whether or not it's the right time for them to sell, reassuring them that if it doesn't work, we're here to support you. Try again another time. Fantastic. And so talking about the internet, that, that's obviously the biggest player there in the expenses. What are the other things the, the, the agents are doing around technology? Well, um, agents are doing a, a lot of work right now on social media. So we're using Instagram, Facebook, sometimes LinkedIn. I've even seen some real estate agents on a, a, a TikTok, which is another app, which wow. is quite funny. <laughs> okay. T typically for the under 15 crowd. But yeah. <laughs> um, I have seen them um, doing little education pieces and funny dances as a way of attention, att grabbing attention for their properties that they've got on the market for sale. But for the most part, what we, what we do as agents is we send all of our listings up online to various community Facebook pages and Instagram um, sites just as a way of, you know, cross-pollinating um, the database. Mm. Because if somebody's come through your property or seen your property on realestate.com.au and then they're later looking at their Facebook page and they see your house again, it's another reason for them to think, oh, maybe I should take the time now to have a look at it. It is. Um, and we do that through some paid posts, some unpaid posts. Um, we encourage our vendors, if they have Facebook pages, to share it with their friends and family. Um, the other thing that, that, that you can do, and that's part of the domain and realestate.com.au's portal, is there's a number of different emails that they can send out um, or what they call remarketing programs where using the algorithms for people that have been on their site suggest houses to them um, when they're looking at the Sydney Morning Herald for instance a, an ad will pop up and it potentially could have your home in it and it's it's what they call reveals on the internet Fantastic. Um, but probably the biggest thing for real estate agents is, is once again the database our database of buyers knowing who's in it what their spending limits are and what it is that they're looking for so that we can build that emotional link to your home uh, and get the right people there. Mm. 
And of course, all this activity on the web just stems back to how important it is to have that presentation right, because really you're marketing a product. It's a new product going on the market and it needs to look fantastic. It's, it's an advertising campaign. It is, absolutely. And um, what good agents do too is sometimes you do need to make some strategic moves during a campaign and make small adjustments. Um, you know, I certainly rotate the images of a property um, throughout the campaign. So week one, it might be the kitchen shot because that's the most clicked on image um, online. Um, I might change it to a backyard shot because right now people are thinking about lifestyle. What's it going to be like to live there? And then you follow it up potentially with, you know, after these times when we've been working from home, maybe the home office is something that is, is attractive to, to my buyers. And I can rotate those images around um, and have a look at the statistics of the number of clicks that I get based on that week, based on that change. And that strategy is all reported back along with price feedback, comments um, to my vendors in a, in a written report that comes out weekly um, and more often when I need to. Mm, fantastic. So that everybody's on the same page and we can make the changes and adjustments in a timely fashion to keep the property fresh on the market. Well, real estate then and real estate now are two very different things for our demographic, that's for sure, and in many decades of differences and all of these changes. So it's so important for, for you to, as a, as a downsizer, potential right sizer, talk with your agent about their ability and all of these sorts of things. So um, Martha, with all of these changes and all of these systems and all of these things going on in this environment, why would you sell now? If you had a home and you were thinking about it, what, what are the positives about this market? Well, um, the first positive is that we're coming off a rising market. So effectively, that means that our market, our prices that we were being achieved earlier in the year, sort of January, February, and even early March, were record high prices. So any downturn that we have had, it's been very minimal, but also at the top of the market. And I think, once again, that's because of the government support, uh, for small businesses, medium-sized businesses, employers, employees, the banks, mortgage holidays. Um, and those mortgage holidays are for three months with the ability to renew for an additional three months. And they came into effect at the end of March. So basically from now to what, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, that's six months from now. So in September, once all of these mortgage holidays have sort of frozen, there mm. is the potential, it's a risky time at, you know, looking down the track. Um, because if the economy doesn't bounce back as, as I certainly hope it will, um, that's gonna be a time when, when, when there are homeowners that look at the stress and the financial stress that they may be under. And if they may need to put the properties on the market for sale, depending on their employment situation and their finances. Um, so that's the future. So I'm encouraging people that if, if you're thinking that you're selling in the next six, nine or 12 months to do it sooner, as long as you're ready rather than later. Hmm. Um, there's another reason why um, I would be selling now. Those buyers that have been trying and competing for property it, before Christmas or just after Christmas, there's some of them haven't bought yet. 
Um, and these are people that have their finances in order. They, they believe in real estate. They've competed and potentially missed out on other properties for sale. So they're emotionally invested. They've seen a number of properties and they're ready to make a buying decision. And they know that they're holding onto a home for seven to 10 years on average. So they're not afraid to make a buying decision. Yes. I always find they got that you, why, why wait for a lot of people who may be waiting traditionally for spring as well. And I've done many blogs of that about should you sell in winter or not? Well, you can sell now when you're ready. That's important. But, but why wait? Because everyone else may be waiting too. That's exactly right. And, and, Effectively, the best time to sell is when you're ready to sell mm. because you're going to be making that decision for you and your family. Um, other people are also, um, believe it or not, selling in this market to buy back into the stock market. You know, they're, they're topping up mm. their future because the stocks have come off. They're thinking, yeah, if I buy in now, that's going to grow faster than property. Um, I've got investors that are coming back. Take it, have, who have taken their money out of the stock market that are trying to buy into bricks and mortar because it's more stable. Um, I've also got a lot of people that are, are selling their homes now so they can top up their superannuation mm. so that their next life, they're, they're getting some of that cash out of their house and they're buying you know, a unit or a townhouse that's mm. a little bit more manageable for them um, and knowing that they've propped up their superannuation. So their finances for the future. So for those little extra holidays. For this demo demographic, it's an interesting time. So if the property pr price is remaining fairly solid, as you're thinking, um, there's also that changeover factor. So it's it's never really in relation to what's going on in the market. If, if you're waiting for a dream price, then you'll potentially be paying that dream price for the next place. Whereas if you're buying and selling in a similar market, then absolutely free up some of that cash. It's actually is, could, but could well be a very good time uh, to put it into shares. That's right. And there's always risk when you put your price on the market. The, the risk is there, but how to overcome the risk is by having the confidence in your agent, having the confidence in the project that you're, you're presenting your home and knowing what motivates you and what is motivating and, and, and this change. Absolutely critical. Yes. So to wrap up, Martha, on a topic number five is around top tips. So what motivates you to sell? You've just, you've just um, touched on that. Well, I mean, a lot of people, it comes down to finances. You know, it, it very much does. That they're, they're, if you're selling your big family home, you're trying to take some of that money out of the bricks and mortar to invest it into potentially an investment property and a unit, um, or you know, maybe you're moving into a aged care facility. It, whatever motivates you, you have to get that money out somehow. Yeah. And the only way to get your money out is to sell. Uh, and I know it's uncomfortable sometimes and it, it is stressful, but having an agent and a prepared home allows you to, a springboard to get that done quickly and effectively in this market. Yeah, indeed. And, and I believe in this demographic and certainly why I wrote the book is all around um, making sure our right sizes bring their motivation back to within because it is all about you. It's not, uh, I think. Not your kids. Yeah, it is. That's, a, that's right. It's not about anyone else. It's about you. And if you still have a partner, it's you and your partner and what you want. And I always like to think that um, if you can put yourself in the center of the process, everything else will fall into line. 
um, and getting more out of retirement. That's ideally, that's the ideal. And the, and the other thing is too, I always say to my clients that it's important to do it when you're able to make all the decisions and be in control of it. Because mm. if you wait too long, your kids or, you know, companies, consultants are having to come in and help you. And you may not get the benefit of that change at, you, at the, same, the same way you would have if you did it earlier for yourself and then were able to choose the exact right property, um, the next step for you. Yeah, absolutely. And in my book, I also have uh, the last chapter on uh, success stories of people yes. who've, um, who've jumped in and, and done it. So if you can get more out of retirement and you can see um, that maybe your home is not serving the purpose that you bought it for. So let's look for one that is, I think, is a terrific um, motivator. And whilst we've got the opportunity in this time, we're spending more time at home. Well, takes us to point number three, present well. That's right. So um, presenting well really comes down to, it, well, in my experience, having a look at what you have, showing off the bits of key pieces of furniture that you love that looks, what looks at home in your house and packing up all the memories. You know, it's not to say that you have to empty every wardrobe or clear every bookshelf. But it is, gives you a chance to get rid of some of the things that, that you don't need right now or that you're not going to need in your next um, property. And you can do that in a systematic way, sort of room by room. Um, and then, you know, nothing makes a house look and feel better than a coat of paint, some fresh flooring, hmm. a big gurney. Absolutely. Pressure washing, <laughs> wash your windows. Good trim and a maintenance. And a mulch. Don't forget the mulch. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, point number four is buying and selling in the same market. So yes, that's some further thoughts on that. Well, I, I certainly think that, that no matter what happens, if, if, if you're buying and selling in the same market, um, you know, say you put your house on the market for sale, you get 10% over what you're asking. Chances are you're going to have to pay 10% more than what the, the person selling their unit was, was asking. Mm. Um, it works out to the same for same. Um, the good thing about selling a big home right now and going into something that's smaller is the gap. Um, you know, prices of large homes are, as, as we've seen, still being supported by the market. And if you're buying into, um, you could get lucky and, and buy a unit that somebody's already in financial stress and you're able to make, make a good move there you just don't know what's going to be out there. So just trust that if you're buying and selling in the same market, it, 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 it's going to serve you well. Yeah, that's great. Well, that's, that's terrific. Thank you, Martha, for um, your expertise. And we've worked together for quite some time. So we've certainly got some success stories that we've got a bit of a formula that, that yep, absolutely. So stay tuned for our next webinars. Um, the next few are well gardens, how to, how to maintain that, how to stay on top and have a fantastic looking one. 
virtual open home. So interesting, a professional videographer who's, who's talking about how to sell your home virtually um, and many more finance. Uh, we've also even got a decluttering challenge coming up. So stick with us. That'll be, it'll be good fun. Um, and of course, many of these topics that we covered today um, are discussed a lot deeper in the book, Right Size Your Home, The Empty Nester's Guide to a Stress-Free Downsize. All right, a couple of learning opportunities for you to upgrade and find out more about what we have to offer. You can, of course, buy the ebook, um, which is $9.99. The Right Size Your Home, The Empty Nester's Guide to a Stress-Free Downsize. It's a much deeper dive of this um, getting your right size right. Um, and I'm sure you will enjoy reading about that. Also, our online courses, I recommend that you start with the first course, it's $49, Right Size Your Home, course number one, Shifting Your Mindset. So head to rightsizeyourhome.com.au and follow the training courses um, and select the, the one that you're after there. And I hope you love it as much as I did writing it. So thank you for attending. I'd like to leave you with the quote, once you believe in yourself and understand you're doing the right thing, the project becomes purely a logistical process. I look forward to chatting to you again. Thank you, Martha. Thank you. Belinda Woolrich makes no representation and gives no warranty as to the accuracy of the information and does not accept any responsibility for any errors or inaccuracies in or omissions from the information contained herein, whether negligent or otherwise, and shall not be liable for any loss or damage howsoever arising as a result of any person acting or refraining from acting in reliance on any information contained herein. No listener or workshop attendee shall rely solely on the information contained in this as it does not purport to be comprehensive to render specific advice. This disclaimer does not purport to exclude any warranties implied by law which may not be lawfully excluded. This workshop, which includes any resources supplied, is only for the use of the intended recipients and is confidential and or privileged. Belinda Woolrich shall not be liable for any errors, emissions, viruses, loss and or damage arising from using, opening or transmitting this workshop.